Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is coming and there is no better place to start making every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because they've got great odds and markets for NFL futures, MLB, PGA Tour, tennis, and more. Plus, their app is safe, easy to use, and when I win, I get paid out fast. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 and over and present in select states only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP. In Louisiana, 1-877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. I am joined as I am for every episode. My partner, my co-host, my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Simon, we got a lot of stuff to get to, uh, including a very special segment from Matt Mitchell. But before we do that, I do want to talk to you because we forgot to talk about this on Tuesday. Uh, you had a bunch of wise guys that you were hanging out with this past weekend at the sports books for the beginning of preseason, essentially. And um, give me some of the insights, some of what you guys were talking about. What were you guys seeing that made everyone excited? Well, it was a fun weekend. I'm not going to lie. We had, um, I want to say like 11 to, I don't know, 12 of my own clients came up to Oceans. Uh, it's a casino down in Atlantic City that's pretty posh. And a bunch of pros I know, you know, a couple of guys came down from Canada. A couple of guys came from Maryland. We had two guys up from Florida, you know, just came up for the first opening week of football. Um, it's just, it's kind of a little bit of like a ritual where you just get together with the guys, you get the juices flowing. And we always joke, we try to get the scumbag bet out of the way. 
So, you know, we're in a business of losing morals. My scumbag bet of the year was I took Browns first half, Deshaun Watson's first start. Uh, I believe they were down 13 nothing. Deshaun Watson was one of seven for six yards passing. They yank him out of the game. There's four minutes to go. They drive down the field, score a touchdown. Jaguars turn around, throw a pick six. They cover the first half spread 14-13. So I won my first scumbag bet of the summer uh, on Deshaun Watson. So it's just fun. It's literally – it feels like – not that you're in a coma. I don't even want to put that depressing. But, like, again, I won a bunch of money in the NBA Finals. It wasn't that much fun. I won a couple schleck – like, a couple bucks here on the Ravens, whenever that was, Thursday night. I was going crazy. It just felt so good to be back into our favorite game of football. Uh, two things. One uh, – not only did you backdoor cover that Browns, but it was like with 30 seconds left and the ball was in the Jaguars receivers hands and he had it ripped away by the Browns defensive back. Number one, number two, I believe the word you're looking for is you want a couple of shekels. <laughs> I, w- I don't even know what the saying is it's a Jewish saying, isn't it? I was with a it's couple a of Yiddish, It's a Yiddish phrase uh, yeah. for money um, as your, as your Zadie, as your entry into Jewish culture, uh, I'm always here for you, buddy. You're the man. You're the man. Uh, we were supposed to have um, my nemesis, Matthew Friedman, former Action Network analyst, now at Fantasy Pros, on the podcast as a guest. He's a great guest. We love having him come on, even though he uh, left us in despair. About a year and a half ago. Matt Mitchell, can you tell us what happened? I can. We invited him to come on the show, be one of our hallowed guests here in the chambers of the favorites. And he had to decline sending me this note, which I will read now. Hey guys, I'll need to pass on the Monday show. My wife and I have gotten hooked up with the soup Nazi of dog groomers, and our dog has an appointment on Tuesday afternoon. If you're not available to pick up your dog within 15 minutes of getting the message that your dog is ready, apparently the groomer gets pissed and will remove the dog from the client roster. And if that happens, my wife will be intensely annoyed with me. The real issue is that the groomer gets annoyed if you even ask her when she might be done with the dog. So I need to remain ready to leave the house at a moment's notice for the entirety of a three hour window. So that's my long winded way of saying no, but thank you for the invitation. Honestly wish I could do it instead of having my life controlled by a power hungry dog groomer in Dubuque, Iowa, end quote. I don't even know what to say to that. That is the most Matthew Friedman reason for not coming on a podcast I could possibly imagine. It is precious. It is inappropriate. It is Dubuque, Iowa. Dubuque, Iowa. The worst part is that I'm certain it's true. And he should have just said, I'm at the doctor. I can't do it. He instead really put these cards on the table and let me see them is a, is a real look into his life. I think he did it for our benefit. Don't forget, this is a guy who has on Twitter in the past 
described the step-by-step process in the middle of being going through food poisoning and tried to do in uh, Twitter AMA in the same time. So he clearly is shameless and has no boundaries. He's nothing if not precious. Use the exact right word. So we wish you all the best with uh, with your dog, Matthew. Sorry you couldn't join us. I hope his dog looks really good and he better send us a picture. Maybe we'll have him on again sometime. Simon, we got two divisions to cover today. I think they happen to be the least interesting divisions in the NFL. One of them is a division that I don't even think merits attention from anybody outside of the region in which they play. We have talked about this. It is the region with the most nondescript helmets, with fans that don't travel, with a fan base that doesn't extend usually beyond the city limits. We are talking about the AFC South. We are talking about the Colts and the Titans and the Jags and the Texans. And then we're also talking about the NFC South, the Bucks and the Saints and the Panthers and the Falcons. No one ever gives a fuck about these teams. Yeah. Again, I know Chad likes picking on these teams. I care. I like these teams. They're fun to me. I like their color combos. I love all their old nicknames. The Aints, the Buccaneers, Cream, Cream Orange Skulls, Jerseys. Yeah. Creamsicle. Yeah, creamsicle. Creamsicle is not a Yiddish word. That's just an old-time American dessert. <laughs> in fairness to me, I've been up since 3 a.m., Chad, so give me a break here. The Falcons, like the Falcons have been in the league for, what, 60 years? And it feels like there's no history there. Like, yeah, their history is trading Brett Favre to Green Bay. Yeah, it just feels... <laughs> That's the, their history. Their history is uh, the run and shoot, Dirty bird. Brett Favre and Gerald Riggs. That's tough. I guess we got to talk about them, though. (laughs) Tampa Bay Buccaneers are minus 270 to win the division. Their win total is 11 and a half. Plus money on the over. Look, like, you don't bet this team to win the division. If I were doing something with the Bucs, here's what I would do, Simon. Tell me if you agree with this. It's a wise guy move. I would parlay the Bucs and the Packers and try to drive my price down. That's the move. You throw with the Packers, some with the Bills, teams you think are locked to win their division. I'll be doing it, even though we're about to talk about it. The, the Bucks are a boring team. Like, you know what they are. They're Brady with a bunch of really good offensive weapons around them. They've gotten hit by the injury bug, right? We're a little worried about what's happened to them so far. They've had a couple injuries on their offensive line. But, I mean, look at this division. Again, we're about to go through it. It's, it's hard not to think of them getting to 11 and a half wins. Like, in Brady's career, mathematically, you always take this over a bet. Like, there's there's these people out there that have just kept been betting his under, betting him getting hurt. And here we are. What is he, 45 now? I mean, it's it really is crazy. Like, I don't even know what to say or talk about because it's like, I got nothing to base it off of. I just never seen it before. My computer can't comprehend it. Like, that year, Brady won the Super Bowl with the, the Tampa Bay. It's just, it's like, it sounds fictional. You're going to tell your kids about it. It's not going to sound real. Um, my favorite stat I saw is, if you just take how many playoff wins he's had since he's 37 and beyond, he has the most playoff wins in NFL history after age 37 and beyond. So it's just all the numbers don't make sense with Brady. So I don't know. I wouldn't touch it because, again, we're going to talk about these teams coming up. If you want to bet something with this team, Chad talked about it. maybe make a parlay with them with other divisional winners, take their over. But this is this is not a fun bet. So to me, I, I won't invest and hold my money up on this team all season. There's just too many variables. It is truly amazing that the guy's 45 years old and 
playing at near peak, you could argue at peak in the NFL. When I turned 40, I had to stop playing basketball because I tore my labrum and I broke my ribs in two separate incidents. When I turned 50, I broke my pinky and I broke my thumb just like playing catch with a football. Like you're brittle as you get older. I, I cannot believe he's able to do this. No, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Like, again, we, we laugh about it all the time, but it's just, you know, we all want to hate on Brady because it's like the man lives the most perfect life and he lives the dream. But it's like this this guy is the greatest athlete we're probably ever going to see. There's just nothing to compare it to. The man is has potential to win another Super Bowl ring and Peyton Manning is about to be in the Hall of Fame. It, it's just you can't really wrap your head around it. It's just crazy what he's done and how long his career has lasted. Peyton Manning's already been in the Hall of Fame for like a year. So it's interesting yes. you mention it's interesting you mention him as a great athlete because people wouldn't necessarily think of him as a great athlete, right? You right, think of right. you think of like Jordan or LeBron or Serena or Bo Jackson or Dion, right? Bruce Jenner. I, uh, Bruce Jenner, right? Uh, Jim Thorpe. But I actually agree with you. I think the whole fallacy, the whole myth around Brady that He's a guy who didn't have any of the physical advantages and is an underdog story is a fallacy. The guy is 6'4". He was a good enough baseball player in high school to get drafted. He was a good enough football player in high school to be recruited by USC and Michigan. It's not like these are, these are backwater schools. These are schools that recruit the best quarterbacks in the country. And he just happens to be an incredible athlete we've seen him play golf, like who also happens to have more will and competitive spirit than anybody maybe since or other than Michael Jordan. It's, it's a lethal combination. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll never see it ever again. I can like, again, I'll never, I hate people are like, you'll never say never. We'll never see it again. It's just to have the matchup of him with Belichick in such a bad weak division that he just dominated for 20 years. It just, we won't see it again. So, yeah, I'm just – when I think of Tampa Bay, I'm just going to appreciate them this year, right? Just appreciate Brady and his greatness. But nobody can ever say he's not a great athlete because he's, he's like, one of the best athletes ever. Ever. New Orleans has a new coach. We don't believe in their quarterback. New Orleans is plus 310 to win the division. Their win total is 8.5. We don't know what we're getting in a new coach. We don't know what their receiver group is going to look like. The 8.5 is reflective of – how little bookmakers think of this division. They'll let anybody come in because they really don't think anyone can beat the Bucs. Yeah. Talk to a lot of pros and they like the Saints team. And I just, I think they're just betting off emotion and what they think will be fun in a team that, right, they, they, they've had the Buccaneers number these last couple of years. They've just always beat them. Sean Payton's gone. That's a big deal to me. Like losing that head coach, that's got to be, that's got to matter for this team. So I don't know what to do with them. Like, I'm waiting on the Kamara news. Michael Thomas has actually looked really well, like, you know, in practice for them coming back off that ankle injury. I don't know. There's other teams' division I'd rather bet to win this division. There's other totals I'd rather bet where I just don't have any answer for this New Orleans team. I don't know what they're going to be. I have no idea what their coach is like. But to me, it's not positive. You're losing a Hall of Fame coach in Sean Payton. You're going to Jameis Winston, who we know what Jameis is, right? Like, he can have moments. He can have those games where he goes five touchdowns, no interceptions. He's incredible. They'll have three straight weeks of one touchdown, four picks. It's just 
the guy has never been consistent. He doesn't really put the work in. And I, I get what the fun is and the hype is around this New Orleans Saints team, but you have to take a step back and really think about it. Is this team really worth investing your money in for the next nine months? I just don't see it. So I, I wouldn't do it with New Orleans. I would, uh, I, there's other teams we're about to talk about in this division that I'd put my money on rather than New Orleans. What do you think the emotion is? What do you think wise guys are seeing in this team that makes them want to play them? They do have a strong core of the team, right? I mean, I know they lost their offensive lineman. I think the one guy head down to Miami, I'd have to look on who, who moved, but I'm pretty sure they lost their all pro left tackle. So when they're looking at New Orleans, they're looking at a team that they're not that much worse then Tampa Bay, right, on paper. Like, a Tampa Bay has holes that we really didn't talk about. Tampa Bay has some major major holes in the offensive line and in their secondary. But New Orleans, to me, is – it's like light years away, right, the quarterback position. Like, I just I just don't see the advantage there. That's why, I like, this, this division is going to be so tricky where I, I get why people like New Orleans and they're excited about Jameis Winston because he's such a fun quarterback. But eight and a half wins is a lot of wins for this team. Like them, them being eight and nine sounds right. I got them at seven wins. I got them at seven and ten. So to me, they're getting a lot of respect from bookmakers, but being put at eight and a half where I just don't see it. So, again, I would take their under, but I'm not putting a lot on it. They're just it's a team I have no feel for because I don't know what I'm going to get from this head, new head coach. You're right. I think there are more interesting teams in this division. Obviously, we're talking about Carolina and Atlanta. Last year, we were a committed Atlanta Falcons podcast. This year, maybe we'll, we will be. We'll get to them. You and I, I think, are on opposite sides of Carolina. They're 10 to 1 to win the division, plus 1,000. Win total is 6.5. I love Carolina over six and a half Carolina plus one Oh five over six and a half. <laughs> and you actually have a couple of pros joining you a couple, couple guys over this weekend. They hit, they hit a couple different books and they bet the over six and a half. This was before <laughs> they watched Baker play. Um, I think after seeing Baker in that preseason game, they probably regretted a little bit, but Carolina is an exciting team, right? They got a good defensive uh, core. On offense, we know what they have, right? They have really, 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 really put a lot of money and time into this quarterback position. Every year, it's a new QB. They went from Teddy to Sam Darnold. Now they're at uh, Baker May Baker Mayfield. I mean, it's just been – to me, it's been too much, Chad. That's why I'm so down on them, where it's like it's no stability. And I've seen with Baker that – Stefanski runs one of the best offensive schemes in all football for the Browns, right? He runs a, a run first scheme, and that's what you're expecting to see here with Carolina. So I think when the pros are backing what you're saying, Chad, it's because they're saying, okay, this kid has arguably the best running back in football. He's got good weapons on the outside. Can Baker just game manage this team to the playoffs like he did with the Browns? Which is like, how am I going to argue against that? Like, we've seen Baker do it, right? We saw him play an AFC championship game against the Chiefs. He can manage a team to that position. I I just can't do it. Like I think it's it's too much for him to overcome Baker, where he's an undersized quarterback that gets hurt, and when he's not hurt, he makes dumb decisions. Like he's just he just doesn't have the men, he doesn't have the mental makeup for me to really back with my money. And that's why, again, I I love where Chad's headed. I like what these pros are saying with Baker in this system could be huge. I think if Baker did all right this year and they hit this over, right, if they go seven and nine, if they go eight and nine, 
yeah, give Baker another year. And that's when I'd maybe back them next year if, if he had another year in this offense. But his first year, I just can't see Baker making a huge leap to be in the playoffs and getting seven wins. It's just it feels like it's too much for him in this this new offensive scheme. I disagree. I think Baker is at his best when he's playing with a team for the first time and they can thrive off his personality and they can see how athletic he can be and be sort of, you know, we had Ross Tucker on, right? And he talked about knowing, thinking, hoping with quarterbacks and the players in front of him. And that's their sort of mindset with certain players. I think Baker in his first year with the team, because of who he is, can get a team from hoping to knowing, even if it's not really the case. And I think with the running game that he can get, and the fact that the Panthers will be better just by virtue of not being on the field defensively as much as they were last year, six and a half, six and a half feels like a, a pretty low bar to me. And then next year, when he's done well this year, they'll sign him to a big deal. That's when he'll suck. That's when he'll get hurt. <laughs> That's when he'll start to believe the hype. That's when he'll start to try to do too much, you know? But I think the pattern for Baker, and he did this at Oklahoma too, like first year in, fucking rocket ship. I love the theory. I just, I couldn't, I can't back it. Can't do it. All right. Well, what do you want to say about your, your favorite team, the Falcons? Uh, 28 to one to win the division. Four and a half is it a win total. Chad, the only reason we like them is because they're 28 to one to win the division. Way too big. Atlanta is just left for dead. Like they are dead. Marcus Mariota is their quarterback. If you don't know who Marcus Mariota is, some guy played at Oregon back in the day with Chip Kelly, almost won a Heisman. He did win the Heisman. <laughs> he was incredible. And then he's just been left for dead, right? Like no one's really thought about him. He was about the backup for Las Vegas for two years. He's just, he just isn't sexy. Like kind of what ba- Chad just talked about. People get sucked into the Baker stuff because Baker, he's a name. He's fun. He's exciting. There's no hype around this Atlanta team. There's just nothing. It's just gross. That's where I come in. Like there's no chance this bet's going to hit. There's no way this is going to win. But it's too big. Like Atlanta should not be 28 to 1 to win this division. They should be 14 to 1, 15 to 1. That's a more normal number for this team that does have pieces on this offense. Like Mariota, as much as I'd love to shit on the guy, I saw in the preseason, he's got the legs. Like he's got the, he can throw off balance. He has all the skill sets. It's as if, can he stay healthy? And at 28 to 1, at that kind of long shot odds, I'm fine with putting 100 bucks, 200 bucks on this kind of bet. Just, just on the off chance that, you know, come December, there are one or two games back at Tampa, I can hedge out of it. So to me, if you're just looking at pure value based, that's what I like with this division. I like this crazy long shot Atlanta team that I trust their head coach. I trust the offense that they have there. And I do think their defense is going to be much improved from last year. So to me, I get it. Atlanta, everyone's all about them tanking for the season, which does make sense. It's a great QB class coming up. I just don't think they're that as bad as everyone's left them to be. Like they're just not 28 to one to win this division bad. Like they're, they're just, that's just too, too extreme for this, for me. So yeah, Atlanta, again, not telling people to put their house on it. This is one of my bigger bets for this division. I think that's the best value right now, 28 to one. By the way, 28 to one, I'm looking in the action network app right now. That is by far the longest odds to win the division in the NFL. That is a long, long, long shot. I love this. Like, so we know about scumbag bets where sort of you bet 
uh, on something that is totally mean spirited, like on John Watson in the first half in the first preseason game that you did. What this is just a pure garbage bet. This is a just gross, disgusting bet. Yeah, and this is one of these we talk all the time, Chad. If it's 28 to 1, I only need to hit it once every 28 years. And that's the way I look at these kind of bets. It's like, I'm not going to hit this. I already know it's a loser. It's the same thing. Like, I joke all the time. I really did bet a lot of money on the Jaguars and Detroit Lions to win a Super Bowl this year. There's zero chance it's going to hit. I am well aware I lit money on fire, people. It's all about positioning. It's all about hedging. Like, that's literally my job is to put myself in position to hedge out on a profit. So, same thinking here. Atlanta. I literally just lit that money on fire. That money does not exist anymore because there's no way Atlanta wins this division. But on the off chance that a 45-year-old quarterback gets hurt and the Saints are terrible and Baker Mayfield's terrible, I love the odds. I just think it's way too much when there's just so much in the up in the air in this division. The NFL Week 1 odds are out, and now is the time to try FanDuel Sportsbook. If you haven't already, get in on the action early this season right now. FanDuel Sportsbook customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Personally, my favorite NFL bet right now is the Atlanta Falcons over their win total of four and a half this season. Just sign up using promo code FAVORITES. Place your first bet and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. There's no better place to get ready for the football season than on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code favorites to get started with your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. You must be 21 or over and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana in permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt restrictions apply gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado. Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Uh, All right. We talked about Matt Ryan's old team and the Atlanta Falcons. Let's transition to his new team and the AFC South, the Indianapolis Colts, minus 125 to win the division. Their season win total is nine and a half. I feel like bookmakers are setting a trap with the Colts because everyone always wants to love them. Everyone believes in Frank Reich. Everyone believes in the roster they're building in Darius Leonard and that defense. And Jonathan Stewart is going to be the number one fantasy guy. Are we being lured into a trap here, Simon? Yeah. And the, 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 the way they're sucking us in is what Chad just talked about. Like I'm, I'm right there with them. I, I, every year I look at this Colts team, I think they're the best team in this division. And I think they're on a three-year win streak, Tennessee. Like they just keep winning this division the year. And before that, I think it was the Jaguars winning this division with Blake Bortles was a quarterback and then before that, Andrew Luck won the division. So it's been a long time for this Colts team since they've really been on top of this division. And I, I think you're getting a good number, right? If you want to bet the Colts at minus 125, that is a great number. Like, I, I can't knock you for doing it. 
to me, I look at this team and I, I just have red flag and questions. Like I, I look at their offensive line. They have some major question marks on that left side of the line, right? They lost their left tackle. They lost their left guard. That's a big deal. They got guys coming back from injuries. I, who, who's he throwing to, right? We, we know that the Colts last year, that was Carson Wentz's big gripe with them is he didn't have weapons on the outside. They really haven't improved that either. Obviously, we all know about Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in football, and that's the key to this team. Like, that's what's really going to get them going is how he performs this year. With Matt Ryan, he's just going to be a game manager. The guy, again, I don't want to shit on Matt Ryan. I like Matt Ryan. He's a Penn Charter alum. He's a legend in my local area. But, man, has he not really done anything since Kyle Shanahan left him? Like, that was a long time ago, him and Shanahan were together. And his career has kind of just been what Matt Ryan is, right? Matt Ryan's above average quarterback, and that's kind of what his career has been. So, you know, maybe a new change of scenery, lights something up in him, but I just don't see it with him. I can't see it with this offense either. So, to me, I'll be on their under. Again, I hate being that guy, but I have them at nine wins. I had them at 9.2, so though. 9.5 wins, it's a, it's a slim margin. If I liked Matt Ryan, if I liked what I've seen from them in this uh, preseason and reading stuff for these beat writers, maybe I'll bump it up and I'll take that over because I haven't bet it yet. But right now as I sit, I got him graded as an under. So to me, I, I wouldn't touch them individually. I wouldn't touch their over yet. Does Matt Ryan get into the Hall of Fame? God, I hope not. Like he's – it's like the same thing about Phillip Rivers. Like everyone's like Phillip Rivers is a lock to get into the Hall of Fame and it's just – I don't know. It's I know it's easier getting the Hall of Fame. And it's all about, you know, these guys padding the stats and everything like that. But there's got to be some type of limit. Like, can we really just shove these guys in Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers? I, I don't know. I just I just can't see that me voting them in. But I know beat writers, it's a different story. But me personally, like guy like Eli Manning, who didn't have the stats, but has the two Super Bowl rings. I'd put him over just because he did it in the most important time, the playoffs. I agree. I totally agree. The other team in that division, Tennessee Titans, you know, they were the number one seed in the AFC last year. Mike Vrabel is one of those. I feel like he's a little bit more of a sophisticated Dan Campbell, like super smart, super aggro, can get his guys motivated, um, knows the rules so well, can outplay, outscheme, outcoach just about anybody, can get his team in the right position to win at the end of the year, like why aren't I betting this team plus 170 to win the division, given what we just said about Indianapolis? It's funny. Like, I went through my notebook from last year and on the show. If you're new to the show, me and Chad make five picks every week for a contest we're in. And Tennessee was our most profitable teams last year. We won actually really big on them. I believe we won big on them against the Bills. We won big on them against the Chiefs. And there's just different games where we kept getting Vrabel as a dog. Even at home, he was a home dog in a bunch of those games, getting over three and a half, four and a half against these teams. We joked about it. It's just like, we don't get it. We don't get how their defense was so good, but they just kept stepping up and they kept producing. They kept beating these close, ugly battle games. And that's where we see regression in this upcoming season. Like they they had so much good fortune last year. They literally had the one seed. Like that's even crazy to think about. And that loaded AFC, Tannehill somehow had the one seed last year. So, you know, I, I would love to say they improved this offseason, awesome, but they didn't, right? They lost A.J. Brown. They've lost a couple stars on the defensive side. They are getting Derrick Henry back, which we can all agree is a big upgrade from what they had last year. But it, it feels like it's a lot for this Tennessee team to overcome. I'm going to keep grading out as I go here. I got them at 8.7 wins. The books got them at nine and a half. They're a nine-win team to me. Like that's, again, in this division, we're going to talk about all year. It's just going to be a very competitive division where it hasn't really been in the past. So love Tennessee. I love Vrabel. I'll forever be thankful for all the money they won us last year. But 
it's a new year and they're just they're one of those teams that scream regression on the defensive side and offensive side so I, I like taking that under if you still can get the nine and a half at a plus number I, I would take that number well look you you have it graded at nine nine feels like the right number and if that's the case take the under nine and a half the other team that we want to talk about here houston 25 to one to win in the division Four and a half is the win total. Davis Mills, we're both big fans. We'll get to it in a second, but we're not going to spend as much time on Houston as we are on Jacksonville. I'm coming around to your way of thinking on this. Plus 750 to win the division. Win total, six and a half. Simon Hunter, professional analyzer of football. We have been talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know you've got a strong opinion. Light it up. This is why you have me on the show, brother. This is how I make my living, picking these ugly, ugly divisional winners in the middle of July that no one wants to talk about. Like, literally, no one else was talking about the Jaguars in July, just me and Chad, because we're just sick in the head that way. Yeah, I, I love this team. For everything that we, we talked about earlier in the summer, we're always looking for the ugliest girl in the bar. Like, it's a running joke, right? That's like a pro joke. You're looking for the ugliest girl in the bar that – when they turn the lights on, she's actually one of the best-looking girls in the bar. You just didn't know it because she didn't look right in the lights. That's what I feel like the Jaguars are, right? We're looking at them. They look gross. They had this weird drafts these last couple of years. They haven't had a good coach in the last, I don't know, five years. Man, when you strip it all away, you just look on paper, this team has a ton of talent, and it's all about Trevor Lawrence, and that's what I'm banking on right now. I'm looking at Doug Peterson – he found something to Carson Wentz that no one else has since has been able to find, right? He took Carson Wentz in his second year. That's what I'm hoping with Trevor Lawrence, a guy that the minute he stepped on the field when he whatever it was, eighth grade, he never had lost. He didn't lose all the way until college and maybe lost a handful of games in college. He's just a proven winner, and he got humbled. That's what my favorite thing about Trevor Lawrence's experience is he got humbled last year. Like, they were bad. He was bad. That whole team was bad. And we now we've just seen multiple guys talk about it. now they have a professional in the building and Doug Peterson. I, I love I love this team so much in the sense that no one was talking about them months ago. So we were able to get them at plus 900, 10 to 1 to win this division at one point. Now FanDuel has them down to 7 to 1, 8 to 1. Shop around for that number. Um, love the Jags. Love their over. Have them at eight wins for the season. Again, when I talk about taking them for the division, me and Chad are talking about it's all about putting yourself in position to hedge. So do I really think they're going to win the division? No. Like, I don't, I, I do think they're a step behind Tennessee and the Colts. Do I think these odds are way too extreme because they were so bad last year? Yes. So if you, if you're like me and you just believe in the talents there on the Jaguars, which we all know it is, they've had these high draft picks and now the new coaching regime can come in and shake it up. It's kind of a no brainer bet. So to me, you're getting a good plus number at the over six and a half and for them divisionally. How can you not bet this team? To me, Simon, the Jags have a little bit of a Bengals vibe. You know, there's a comp between Joe Burrow and his development, Trevor Lawrence and his development, Doug Peterson, as you've mentioned with Carson Wentz. We think he's a better coach for quarterbacks than Zach Taylor is. There's a lot of intriguing opportunities with this Jags team. You don't have to take a full unit at plus 750. Take like a little taste. It's like, it's just worth it to have skin in the game on this one. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Should we talk about the Houston Texans at 25 to one with Davis Mills and uh, four and a half and Lovey Smith as the new coach, a team that is in disarray and shambles? 
Yeah, it'll be quick. Don't I wouldn't do anything for them this year, but I am excited about their future. Just a, a team that me and Chad are gonna be betting all season. So it's like don't don't even have to tie in your money up in them. They're always gonna be underdogs. And I just love this team. I love their defense, love their offense, love Davis Mills. Just a it's gonna be a very fun team for me this season, Ben Houston. But all of our loyal listeners, don't tie your money up on this team. Like I bet they're over, but I wouldn't recommend it to any of you. It's just not gonna be fun. It's just gonna be one of those we're gonna be sweating it till the final week of the season. So I wouldn't tell anyone to bet it. Just just enjoy Ben Houston at big plus numbers this season. Look, I can already tell you right now, we're going to love the Texans at plus seven and a half at home against the Colts in week one. Easy bet. Easy. Just like we love Detroit plus four and a half at home against the Eagles in week one. It's like, come on, man. These are no brainers. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. The Sorry, only can't underdog wait. I don't like in week one at home, Chicago Bears plus six and a half against San Francisco 49ers. But listen, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. The week is September 6th. We're going to cover it all. Well, Simon, we covered the AFC South. We covered the NFC South. We covered all the teams with nondescript helmets that nobody cares about unless you live in the city limits of those teams. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. For Matt Mitchell, producer extraordinaire, this has been the favorites podcast from the volume podcast network download us from apple Podcasts, from spotify wherever you get your podcasts rate review subscribe leave us five stars say whatever you want feedback is a gift until next time love you